On today's episode of Six Pack Cinema, we are reviewing John Wick, Chapter 3, Parabellum. Super assassin John Wick is on the run after killing a member of the International Assassin's Guild, and with a $14 million price tag on his head, he is the target of hitmen and women everywhere. Dude, you should review a movie. Oh my god, yes. Okay, I've okay. had a couple, so movie review. Welcome to Six Pack Cinema. Thank you for joining us today. We are reviewing John Wick 3. If you're tuning in uh, just because you watch John Wick and you want to hear people talk about it, we thank you. If you're a repeat customer and you've been on the Six Pack Cinema train for a while, thanks for stopping by and coming back. My name's Jimmy. Joined by John and Dave, as always. How things work here on Six Pack Cinema is: first, we will give our gut reaction to the movie. Then we will talk about what we liked, what we didn't like, things like that. Then we will rate it on a two-pronged scale: one for entertainment value and one for critical. That's about it. Here we go. Uh, John, you go first. What's your gut reaction? My gut reaction was uh, sincere disappointment. I, uh, I watched all three, just like you. Uh, I, I've never seen Junk before this week, so I watched one every other day. And one, loved. Two, meh. This one, I just was just so out because it's always been stunt porn. This one has stunt porn, but it made you – it tried to be – it tried to be more, and it sucked. It was just stupid. It was stupid. That's the word we're going with. All this right. review is stupid. Dave, I I liked it. Um, I'll give my rundown thoughts on all three. I I love the first one. The second one I was a little disappointed in because that one was like just stunts. There wasn't even like a basic plot for the most part. And then I like this one more than the second one because they actually brought a little bit of the plot back to it. All right. So overall, you like it though? Yes. Okay. I. Do. I uh... I was excited to watch John Wick because it got such rave reviews, and I was like, everyone likes it. The first one, it was like, I enjoyed it until halfway through, and then it was it's just like 10-minute action sequences are not for me. I, I know that's just me personally, and, some, and this is made for people who like 10-minute action sequences. Uh, so I, I feel guilty almost even like voicing my opinion to anyone that, that t- turns this in because they want to hear people talk about John Wick. It just couldn't be less for me i agree with john that when um the auctioner whatever that lady's name is when she started coming like you have seven days or shit's gonna go down i was like okay plot cool let's see how this goes there's story being told in this in this movie and then it was maybe the lamest like seven-year-old boy fantasy story that could ever be told Yes. I mean, if you asked a seven-year-old boy to drop like a, a world of assassins, this is what he would say. So, not for me. I think even the seven-year-old would think this. Maybe trudging after a elder in the desert until you can't trudge no more might be a <laughs> stupid idea. It's really, Maybe. it's really lame. <laughs> it's that's all I can say is like the actual story that I wanted to bite off because I don't care for the action. And like, I was excited when she was giving them ultimatums and she was walking around. I was like, okay. And then like the desert stuff, mm. the dog stuff, like I'll take your dog. No, you can't have my dog. Then I'll kill it. 
That's like an eight-year-old's writing. I know. I, mean, I was fine with the dog thing because it was... It's it John Wick. The it, first movie, it, like, it the series it. is based on a dog's death. So, like, sure. I was like, okay, I get that. having fun with it. it was a little and I like sure. that about the first one. I, I love that the first one, like, I love the plot of the first one. Because they're saying... Exactly. They were, they were, in the first one, they were almost saying, like, this, we're just making stunt porn. So mm. let's make the story something silly. That, like... Is kind of it's like an almost an in joke in itself. You know what I mean? Like yeah, like all this. He, a retired hitman goes on a murder spree because a dog in a car. Yeah, so like they built but this they kind of like. Yeah. So the first one built this kind of surreal, satirical world. Like a hitman's doing all this because of a dog, and then in this third one, to me it seemed like they took the satirical side out of it and wanted you to actually think this was a badass world. And I was like, this oh, see, is... I, I think it's still like satirical. It's like every L- part of it. I felt it like it was making what? fun of action movies from the 80s and just I doing it, them. I think originally it might have, Dave, but it definitely took a tone of like, wow, the, this, people actually like this. We should probably try a little bit harder. See, I disagree. Without, I th- without, I think, without what's losing its the, score. The Asian guy who's actually the host of Iron Chef, Amer- uh, Iron Chef America, he... Um, Oh, in the th- number three? Yeah, in number three. Zero. He's like, him being okay. like a, yeah, zero. Him being just like a fanboy, and like every time he wasn't fighting, fighting, being like, this is so cool, I'm such a big fan. So with like so much making fun of like all the fanboys who think this is like a serious film. Mm, and like yeah. serious franchise. Like they were clearly still mocking all that. If you want to take it that way, I can see your path. If you um, like stunts and action sequences, that's who this movie's for. Uh, the story is so lame. It's... But still, I, I I can't even describe my thought process when when the, when they're going when they're in that room or the, that that place where the guy was telling them about the elder. When he said that, it's like you got to go to the desert. You got to walk to the end of the desert, and then you got to keep walking somewhere. I was like, this guy's fucking with him. This is hilarious. Actually, I was I thought I was enjoying that part, it, it and then he went to the too. fucking desert, and I was like, my hands were in the air. I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. This was real. Yeah. So stupid. I can't get over that. Obviously, for me, that was a tipping point for when I totally gave up on it. So I read a review that said that that this movie was supposed to be like a mirror of Keanu's life. Because <laughs> That's stupid. Well, hear me out. Because <laughs> Keanu is a famous, famous, famous actor, that, but he, he seeks uh, anonymity on, uh, to be anonymous. Uh, or not anonymity. Not, yeah, whatever that word is. Like he, he doesn't. Fuck. Yeah, that's enough. a tough one. Anonymity. He he doesn't want anyone to know. He wants to live a, a normal life. And John Wick in this movie, the only place he could blend in was New York City. Everywhere else he went, everyone knew his name, and he he's just seeking for solitude and to be able to be a normal person. And I was like, that's kind of cool, but I think that just like is happenstance. I don't think they were aiming for that because I don't think the writers of this wrote anything beside this is porn it's porn like mm-hmm. the oh it's 100% stunt porn and it, it's written and directed plot... by um Keanu Reeves uh, stuntman from like the Matrix movies yeah it's the plot it's the plot of a porn movie like the and... the the uh, writing of the story and the underworld is the same as some porn movie yeah and so I mean bad. I know I know that girl the short hair she was not in the Matrix, but having a girl with the short hair wearing all black next to Morpheus, next to Keanu Reeves, it was like watching the Matrix but in a shittier version. 
See, I'm, I, I walked out and I was like, I turned to my buddy I saw it with and I said, I'm all in on them, like, for John Wick 4 casting, um, what's his name? The guy who played, uh, Agent Smith. Oh, that guy. Hugo yeah. So is he dead? Is Keanu dead? No. No, no, because he doesn't die because it's stupid. So you get shot not, five times and They're not like building. in some underworld. I thought that was like they're in like another life. No, 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 no. no. They, he fell on the street and the and the bum picked him up and put him in the trash can and dragged him to this little hut down like a little underworld empire. And they're gonna get revenge on the uh, on the the table. What was it called? The was high uh, the high was, table? Was Ian Mc, Ian McShane's character? Was he? Winston did, at the end yes. when he shot him, he was intending to kill him. I think he was like he thought he would die, but he also because he didn't choose to kill him earlier, that he was like he purposely like backed him towards an edge where he knew there would be like things for him to hit on the way down, and there was a chance he could survive. But the whole movie starts with him not killing him because they're friends and giving him a head start. Yep, and then it mm-hmm. ends with him just killing him. And there's also the point like like 20 minutes before that when they're downstairs and Winston has a gun and John Wick is not looking he could have shot on the back of the head and be done with it well th- at that point he still wouldn't have gotten his hotel back I think I think killing the guy that they're after is shows a, uh, a gesture of good faith way he- more than starting a little war and killing all of their little people I mean that in no way do they think oh hey that was an excellent show of force we're gonna let you keep your job except they do think that they literally what said except, that except was shitty that writing. Well, well, I mean, okay, you so, can't say they don't think that when that literally, like, it may be shitting writing, but that what is saying. what they it, think. The, the logic isn't there. That's not, that's what I'm saying. I don't. It's it's a movie where there clearly has to be like so many assassin assassinations going on every hour in the world for this community to exist. You kind of have to throw logic out the window. Oh, I know. I I did, but it's it, it, it's hard not to think like that though. So you guys, for I don't know how, what level you guys like, like the fight scenes and stuff. Is there, is there scenes you liked, like moves or the horse shit or the motorcycle or the? Like, I like. I thought the horse stuff was funny. I, I just enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I I really liked the fight at the end when it was the two of the, the two guys from the raid movies against him, and they were like clearly just big fans of his, and they were like. See, he's getting old. Uh, he's been retired for five years and would like help him up and let him catch his breath before they continued the fight. Yeah. Just from like a purely like stunt porn way. Like, yeah. Because those no, guys was... are, I don't know if you guys have seen The Raid. I don't think either of you would like its Chinese action film, but they, they're like some of the best stunt people on the planet. Yeah, I mean, there, there's, there's absolutely no, no fight with me. The stunts in this movie were incredible. Yeah, that's that's this fact. It was. Yeah. I'm gonna give. It, I liked the um, knife fight in the beginning when they were throwing knives at each other. That was okay. Well, yeah, the, uh, I like the library the just, library just, scene with the books. Yeah, the book mm-hmm. book was weird. It's I mean, uh, I I had some weird like trying to figure out my own brain during this movie. Was I, it I was confusing because like, you didn't see the second one? No, because I read like a detailed Wikipedia thing on it, but. Just while I watched the stunts, I'd be like, watch this stunt. Watch this stunt. And then I'd literally, you know when you're nodding asleep and you're trying to fight sleep, but then you catch yourself and you're like your head falls? That's yep. me trying to watch a prolonged action sequence. I just, 
I really cannot care less. And I don't, I, that's just something like in me, like from little but kid that's on. Thing. Yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah, watch when they were doing the motorcycle sequence. I was like, watch, watch it. And then I was like, I just kept nodding off and doing something else. I really, action does nothing for me. Yeah. But, I'll be honest. The, like, I can remember, I can remember scenes from the other two, which I loved. The, I don't like think the, I, the cavern scene in two. Uh, in two, I think the, him getting the, the car. Ooh, that was good too. I, I just was, thought the whole, like, incredible. as he hid guns throughout that cavern for when he was fighting his way back. Uh, yeah, I just, it was, it was okay. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't great by any, for my, in my opinion only. Um, this one, I, I don't, I can't remember much except for the, um, when they realized that for some magical reason, all these guys, the assassins came and decked out in, uh, in vibranium from the Marvel universe and they couldn't shoot them. But that was kind of weird. And so they went back and they got tank busting shotgun rounds. And the one thing that entertained me was the sound. Because it was a cool sound. Oh, yeah. Th- th- it, it that's like, another Ding! thing these movies do great is, like, they make guns sound fucking loud like guns should. Yep. And they also, I know, I they mean, get a ton different. of praise. They make, they um, get a ton of praise online because they actually have characters reload. And, like, if they pick up a gun that could only hold seven bullets, the gun in the movie will actually yep. only shoot seven bullets. And actually, that pissed, that actually really pissed me off because that made you very aware of, of the value of each bullet. Mm-hmm. And because they were scrambling to get magazines picked up here, and why waste five sh- rounds of shotgun into the one guy's face just because he's falling down? It just—they tried to be a little bit more logical in that, and yet they just were completely reckless. But with I the think it's just like these people are so good at doing what they do. They—they they know like the value of a bullet, but also they're like, if I run out of bullets, I'm gonna just find another way to do the job. I, I understand that. I'm not I'm not going to fight you on what the thought process is behind these fake stunt people shooting at a guy 17 times in the throat. But I'm just saying, when they make the choice to, to like actively point out the, the, the magazine shifting and mm-hmm. the, the bullet counting... And they, like the gunshots but, underwater is the first time yeah. I've seen movies like show that correctly. But when they blatantly waste them, it just kind of makes you think, hmm, that was a little silly. Yeah. Out of all the... Uh, out of all the actors... That like the prominent ones, Keanu had to have the least amount of lines, right? He has to be the least like least spoken leading man in Hollywood. Which again, I kind of love because they're it's kind of just making fun of like all the plots from like the '80s action movies where like they had to like contrive some way for like all this to happen. And this they're like, no, he's just a killer. We don't need to like give him scenes talking because that's mm-hmm. not why people are coming here. For the most if, part. if I had if I, I had to make assumption. I mean... I would, I would rather like Point Break and Speed and like all those action movies that have like story and plot and dialogue. But I I don't think that it's like not even those action movies. It's more like like the Stallone ones and the Arnold ones. If if I had to make an assumption, it'd be uh, when they hired uh, Keanu to do the first one, they were watching Point Break and all that, and they're like, oh, so he's he can act. We we need mostly action because the the main character is going to be like you know mourning and just pissed off and not saying much whatever, and then when they found out that he really couldn't deliver a line to save his fucking life, I'm gonna need more guns. Well, that was like again making no, fun of catchphrases because that's the thing from the first Matrix movie. Dave, direct line. don't defend don't defend Keanu Reeves' complete like inability to deliver a line. 
Oh, I thought he was perfectly fine in it. Like, I don't think oh, he's an amazing he actor, sucks. but he wasn't bad in this. Oh, he sucks so much. When he opens his mouth, it takes you right out of, like, oh, this this is a great assassin actor. Oh, he's got a little, a little bit of mental disability. I disagree with that, like, on every level. Oh, I don't. <laughs> Isn't he known I, as a bad actor? But, like, a really great guy, but, like, a bad, like, actor? He's known as, like, a, a saint. He's a great guy, but, yeah, he can't act I don't think shit, he's known he's as, worse. like, a bad actor. I, I think he's he known as, like, not a is. great actor. They made a movie making fun of his name because they made a movie called Keanu of a kitten because it's hilarious because he's such a bad actor. I don't that know has nothing that to do name. with – that's not why – It's exactly why – They named it after him because they, they loved his action movies and stuff. They're like, it's funny the he's a bad actor. No, it's – I mean, you you might think he's a bad actor, but he is – like, his movies are well-loved. Go ahead. I'm going to Google. Uh, yeah, I agree Just with Google. that. Yeah, I agree with that, but, I mean, I don't think he's, like, the greatest actor. No, I don't think he's the greatest either, and I don't want to, like, have that as my position. I just think he's not also a bad actor. He's a Good he's perfect middle-of-the-road actor. IMDb, they have a list. Top ten worst actors of all time. Number one, Keanu Reeves. Number two, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Number three, Brendan Fraser. Number four, Ashton Kutcher. Number five, Chris Klein. That's a great list to be a part of. Yeah, that, that is, is that, that list matches up. It does. Uh, Dave, I, I, again, I, I, I'm not saying from my experience. I've, I've read on, like, line that, like, he's consensus, like, bad actor, great guy. Oh, okay. yeah. I, I mean, I haven't read that, but okay. And the ability to do stunts very, very well. We won't take that away from I him. I mean, it, he's got, like, ten lines in this movie. Yeah, but I I don't think like minimal lines means bad actor. I mean, look I think at it means they cut a lot of his dialogue. I don't think they wrote ten exactly lines. Exactly, that means I don't think they wrote no, ten I, lines. I, I disagree with that because also like Fury Road, uh, Tom Hardy, terrific actor. He also only had like he had I think twenty words in the entire film. He's Bulls fantastic. Mouth, he shut. he's fantastic. That Tom Hardy's acts with his eyes like. Bane, like you don't even need to see all his face. You get he's a facial actor. Like he's. But I think for an action stunt movie, Keanu is great at acting without lines. Like it's all body language and act like actual stunts. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, anything like we're else? Not gonna, we're not going to come to resolution on this. Uh, did, uh, so, good or bad. so can I like go over the like the plot besides the killing? Like, okay, so he's. Yeah. He's, yeah, excommunic- he's excommunicated from the high... Excommunicado. The high... Ta- what's it called? High top? High table. tower? High table. High table. He's got 14 million bounty on his head. And then he goes and gets some gems out of a book and goes to some lady who runs a ballet yoga class and trades the gems for a one-time favor <laughs> of sanctuary and then... So that she can always remember that he used his last favor ever from her, she brands him in the back. Then he takes to that sanctuary and goes to Holly Berry, who she's managing some hotel, and asks her for a one-time loyalty favor ever, and she... What? That was the thing that was introduced in the second movie. She she owed him so, a, a, a supreme favor. Yeah, okay. like a, you can't say no favor. Yeah. So, but are we getting the theme here? Um, it's just like yes, a, a different way to do the same exact thing you just did. Yes. Uh, okay. So she owes him the favor, and then 
They get in the fight. They find the person who says, go to the desert. He'll, he'll help you out. They go. So that, that happens. She leaves him. He's in the desert, finds the guy who must have the best internet connection in the world in the desert (laughs) says, what do you want? He says, I want to live long enough so I can be alive to remember the love I had with my wife. He says, okay, that's cool. You have to cut your finger off. And he says, okay, sure. So he cuts his finger off. No fight at all. No argument. Yeah. No, no questioning. Goes back to New York City and there's gets and uh, the high ta- table has hired Zero to kill him. And for some reason, even though he's excommunicado, he has sanctuary once he touches the steps. Even though he's excommunicado, I don't well, know. It's, really... it's like when he was in Morocco wherever he was, Casablanca, it, like it's up to the manager of each location to decide if like they actually want to excommunicate him or give him. No, they, they, but they that, can't harbor but that him, but zero they, they will dude, allow him, they'll allow him to, to come on, but they won't have to keep him on there. Okay. And then him it's, and... It's very simple, Jimmy. Come on. Him and Winston decide they don't want to kill each other. So the high table lady says, all right, well, this this... Hotel shut down. It's no longer free space. Then they get into that huge fight where they're fighting so long no one wins that they just say, let's call a truce. Then they call the truce, and then eventually Winston just shoots him. Is that the whole plot? You nailed it. Yeah. Word for word, actually. See, I paid attention. Oh, yeah. You did. Uh, yeah, so that's a bad, I think, I think that's the, a bad movie. <laughs> yeah, and also the fact that he had to cut off his, his wedding uh, finger. The whole that, point that's you like stay a, alive. It's like it's written by an eight-year-old man. The, the, you want to stay alive to remember your your wife and to honor your wife, but yet you're not only cutting off your ring finger, but you're also giving him your wedding band, which seems counter to what he wants. Am I wrong there? Well, I think I it's like the physical object doesn't mean as much as like being alive to remember her. Dave, you are a uh, master spin zone on shitty movies. I'll give you that. <laughs> You're right there with a good answer. I mean, that, that's fine. I'll, I'll buy that answer, but I would never have thought to think that. Uh, that that just seems like the most simple answer. I'm like, for these movies, you guys just, whatever the most simple reason is, that's why. If I had to think in my head what the simple answer was, it was like, oops, you forgot that was a ring finger. Yeah, I already did it. It's already gone. I don't know. I think that's the most dumb answer, not the most simple. That's not it's always pretty the close. It's pretty close. Pretty close. All right. Movie. You want to rate it? Sure. Uh, John, you can go first. Popcorns? Yeah, let's do popcorns. I was going to abstain from popcorns because like, it's, it's not your. It's clearly not my movie, but but uh, we'll see what John says first. So, John, you can go first. What's your popcorn? Uh, it's not as low as you think, probably. I'm giving it uh, a three because I, I did enjoy a lot just sitting there. I, I'm able to turn my brain off and just like watch stunt porn because – it's, 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 it's so cool to see. It's entertaining. Yeah. It is to a, to a degree. Um, but I also like content with it, and the content failed me. So it's I give it slightly over, slightly over 50%, so I'm giving it three. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Works. Dave, what are you giving it? Five. I mean, I, I can turn my brain <laughs> off for these movies. Okay. So, like, it, it's a perfect, like, you sit down and just are entertained for two hours. All right. That's... I'm, I'm going to... I'm gonna, I'm gonna not abstain 
I'm going to give it my one. And that levels it out of the three. Fair. Okay. Dave. <laughs> Dave, I, I'm, I'll be honest. Uh, it's, it's not a reflection of you that you enjoyed this. I'm happy you enjoyed this, but... I mean, most people who see these do it. No, no, I know, and I, I've been arguing with my friends, too, already. But if you had to put it in rankings with the other ones, is it number two? I would one? give I would give number one a four. I thought I thought number four. I was, I, number one, I, I didn't ever wanted to leave. I thought it was good. Yeah, yeah four. The, I mean, number, number one, one is like five. the only one I'd say is like legitimately a good movie, and then the others yes, are just it is. fun. And that, that I, I, I would have given number one a five. I would probably would have given number... I probably would give the second one like a two and a half, two. So this one's a little bit better than that one, but no, I mean, see, I, I yeah, I'd give like this one a five and the first one a five, and then the second one like a three and a half. Mm-hmm. I'm just telling you, my, my baseline is is there because I did I did enjoy the first one. I just I just couldn't overcome the fact of him going to the fucking desert looking for an elder. All right, let's do uh, crit- let's do critical. Critical. It's low. Not 20s low, by any means. I want to say 55. Oh, wow. That's lower than me. Really? Yeah. Surprising. I have I mean, it. I gave I, 50, 55. I, I, I took away because story sucked, and story is a huge chunk of my, of, of my ratings. I'm a story guy. But... I did love um, I mean, the action. I loved the, I loved the, the choreography. I loved the use of I – I gave them a lot of credit for the use of how they did things, and it, they did a lot of great things. But the shitty story and then, and then the shit bag acting. I'm just yeah. going to say last week you gave a movie with equally a shitty story a much higher rating. But that story and made equally at as least bad a acting. Bit, no, no. Oh, don't you dare badmouth Ryan Reynolds and Pikachu. Well, Ryan Reynolds was the only good acting in that movie. He was the lead. The lead is is very, very important, Dave. Keanu Reeves was the lead here, and see what happened. Great film. No, that Pokemon story was was simple, but it made sense. But it yeah, made sense. I think sense. this made sense. This, you might think it's dumb, but it made sense. None of it didn't make sense. I think okay. I'll say this. I I I took the merit points because off, based off the first two movies that were set in somewhat of a, like a, a relatable reality that I could grasp onto. This one jumped the fucking shark. Entirely. Yeah. So I I didn't watch the second. I just read up on it because I didn't have time. But the the world of the first movie and the world of the third movie are entirely different worlds. They are. Yes. But th- this is. I think this is very in tune with the world of the second. Like the second just made it this huge, crazy world with thousands of assassins all over. It was a step. It, so the second one was a step towards this. Oh, I, I, I think the yes. second is like what jumped the shark, and this is like, well, fuck it, we jumped the shark. Let's have fun. Yeah. So I that's not that's, not, that's not a critical movie then. So I'm going. I was going 65 because what it what it is trying to do, they do really really well. So I want to give them credit for the stunts, even though I don't enjoy them. But like, mm-hmm. story's huge in a movie. And uh, like I said, an eight-year-old wrote this. It is, uh, you go ask your nephew, like, what do you think a cool assassin movie would be? And be like, well, and then, and then, and then, and then. <laughs> uh, That's fair. I gave it a 77. Did you really have like... it at 77 beforehand? Yeah. I'm, I'm surprised you're that low. 
Oh, no. I think that's a fair score. Yeah, for, I mean, when we spoke last week or the other day about the first one, I said the first one, which I think is the best, is like a low 80s movie. That I'd rate about like 82, 83. I thought you said you were going to give this one high 90s. I, I, we, we were fucking with you. I was clearly fucking with you. Yeah. Oh. Um. <laughs> well, that is a 65% and three stars. Yeah, I think, Dave, you giving it a 77%. Makes sense because you uh, didn't mind the story or the world, and you, you think Keanu Reeves can actually act. Yeah. So our differencing opinions make sense. And and like you said, the stunt teams on these are phenomenal. Oh, they were. The camera they, they, work in all of them is great too. How things are shot, it's not shaky cam. It's not like quick. A lot cuts. of credit. It's a lot of like static camera, and you're just watching it happen, or like a one shot following him. Yeah. So I, I I feel bad saying it's a stupid movie. Because there's a lot of thought and, and like, but there, a lot there of work stupid. went into that it. That doesn't mean, like, bad in my mind. Like, stupid can be fun. Like, the Fast and the Furious movies. Those are incredibly stupid. But when it comes yeah. to critical, that means bad. Yeah, I, I'm trying to be mean, but not... <laughs> I'm trying to be mean since it's, it's, it's a bad fucking movie. But I do want to give respect to people who created it. Because they put in a lot of work in. So... It's what just the writers you, failed them. No, alright, that, that's fine. This, uh, this is a perfect segue, though, into the Rotten Tomato scores. What do you guys want first, critical or audience? Audience is going to go nuts over it, I think, because people who are seeing it know what they're getting into. Yeah, so what, like, what, so like, 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 I would never go watch this and rate it. So yeah, I'm going to guess the audience is like a ninety, because this is I'll so five. This is so niche. It's Fair. so yeah, but niche, see, it's, but it's a th- it's a third. So they like they won't say it's better than the first. I, I I'll say the eighty five. The audience is at ninety one. It's okay. it's so like, critical. What do you think this is? And I will say, this is a well-reviewed movie. It has more reviews, or almost as much reviews, as Avengers: Infinity War. Yeah, critical on Rotten Tomatoes. They they don't do it the same way we do our critical. They judge it for like what it's attempting to be. So I'm going to guess it's also like uh, eighty. Sheen. Uh judging by the way you introduced that, I'm going to say ninety-five. 89. Split the difference. Hang on. I'm going to pull up the Metacritic, too, because that is, like, how we do it. It's, like, on a... So, hang on. Metacritic is what? Pulling it up right now. Metacritic for John Wick 3, Chapter 3, Parabellum is... Jesus. Loading. Come on. (laughs) Loading. 73. Okay, what where were we at? Sixty-five. So I mean, eight-point difference, not not that far. Of the fair fifty reviews it has on Metacritic, it has forty-three positive and seven mixed, zero negative though. Yeah, but ours is technically positive. Yeah, we we yeah. did give them respect. Well, yeah, it is. I think on Metacritic, anything over sixty is like a positive. There you yeah, go. Or so is we're... it six or? 60 to 70 is like the middle one. Mid-range. Not yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, well, um, this fall. What, what about our boy Ben Affleck? Where's he fit into this mix? Like a hot dog vendor that just pulls a gun out and then gets killed right away. I could see him being that cameo role as, as the first guy he fought in the library. That guy was the guy from the 76ers. Yeah, I thought that was kind of weird. So I think they like replace him with Ben Affleck. What did we give it? I can't even remember what we ju- I just said. 65 and a three popcorn. 55. Oh, yeah. 
Oh. I don't know why this won't organize it. Mm-hmm. Well, Back of house stuff. 65.7 puts it right above Ocean's 8 and right below Thor Ragnarok. If I'm just going to say that, I, I do think that Ben Affleck would be better at the lead. <laughs> no. He wouldn't do the stunts. I think he'd be better at it, though, if he tried. I just don't uh, think he, he would train to do the stunts. We have this rated better than uh, Detective Pikachu, which I'll agree yeah. with that. I'll agree with that. <laughs> there you go. All right. Fair. That ends this episode of Six Pack Cinema. If you uh, love movies and you want to hear us review more, we have an entire back catalog of like 120 movies. If you like Hollywood headline news, uh, new trailers and and re- movie releases and, uh, yeah, Hollywood headlines, then come on, stop by on Fridays because that's when we do that stuff. We're reviewing Chernobyl, too, along with that. Chernobyl, too. Follow us on Six Pack Cinema, on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. And if you go to sixpackcinemapodcast.com, you will get to our website and our store where we have some merch. Thanks, guys. And uh, subscribe, rate, and review. And if you don't, that's cool, but it'd be cooler if you did. Oh, I played the intro instead of the outro. All right, I'll take it easy. Love y'all.